0: Mike, you, are, uh, you said that you want to do the intro here. I, I have one uh, fully ready, but if you...
1: Fully ready? If you want to you, do it,
0: then no, go ahead, please.
1: Just up at the top of your nog, you know to say hello, nerds, and welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every live-action TV show based on comic book? You just uh, knew to say that off? You like, had it locked and loaded? Because yeah, I, I was
0: unprepared. I have it memorized, but if you want to take that again, actually, that because that was... Not great. I I I feel like that. All the listeners and I understand that that was not great.
1: Okay. Uh, from you, from a producer and panelist, Ryan. I need a better note than not great. Give me give me something to work with here. Okay. So
0: I'm going to step out of my Ryan superhero show show persona.
1: Yeah, just get real for a second. Just have Ryan talk to Mike. And now it's
0: time for here. producer Ryan. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And oh, he's sexier. How I about like this power. shit?
0: Uh, less slurry, less racist, more drunk. More fun, less like a fucking bitch. There's five notes for you. I hate producers. Okay.
1: Sip some water. And here's Mike. And here's Mike. Hello, nerds, and welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every live-action TV show based on a comic book, period. I'm your host, Mike Gravagna, and with me is my co-host, Ryan. I
0: can't... It's it's so painful to me that most of our audience can't see me because tears after that intro it's just tears I can't believe how well you did I can't believe I can't believe how good you did
1: think that means it's the first time you've complimented me. I know it means and a lot. I,
0: I didn't want to I was trying to say my first compliment to you forever like I never wanted it to happen but I,
1: I know tr- I at my wedding training. you're like not time <laughs> at all the big birthdays at my 40th not time
0: I, at your wedding I said to you and I quote you look like foot at
1: my wife, first wife's funeral you're like nope not gonna compliment you you <laughs> know it was the only thing that would make you stop crying right now uh, but that, was had, most- that had energy that had meatiness
0: Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was amazing, man. I wasn't a bitch. <laughs> I think <laughs> that was one of your notes. You weren't a little bitch, and I'm just getting that from what Joe Rogan told me about you. In
1: I am afraid that in the middle of the intro, I did say Irish only eat stupid fucking mcpotatoes potatoes. So I did fail on one of your five notes. I was still racist.
0: Yeah, is that a direct insult to me? Are you Irish? I I have a little bit of Irish running through me. Do you want more? Does that means you're going to fuck me in a weird way? <laughs> it's
1: the only way I know how to do it, Buster Brown.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I wish that people calling me Buster Brown was a turn off.
1: <laughs> but it's just it, not. It's, uh, it's used to be how I start bar fights. Because my, my rule when I was a young man was I will not throw the first punch. But I do know how to nag big beefy dudes until yeah. they
0: hit me I, I look i don't throw the first punch all i do is kiss them on the <laughs> cheek and whisper buster brown in their ear <laughs>
1: you stupid butt and, and that used to work and that's how we met i don't know if the longtime filterinos know that is we met because we were both being drunk uh jerks at the goat hill tavern shout out costa mesa and I said what up buster brown and you went are we best friends and i went all right well, what? yeah. I mean, you try to you try to start a fight in your normal way, and then you touch me,
0: and I touch you, and we both whispered into each other's ears, What's Buster, up? Buster Brown. <laughs> Brown, and we both had the same fight planning, and that, we that fell on the
1: ground because of our erections hit each other so hard, <laughs> and thus a friendship and if, podcast if were you ever, born. Have you ever seen somebody hit a pinata with a pinata? That's what it looks like. <laughs> <gasps> oh, new plan. Of course the baseball bat will win. But which pinata will win? Will it be your traditional donkey or will it be a minion? It's just a, it's just candy for days. Candy? No. Yeah, no. I guess it should be candy. No, one's an adult pinata filled with those little, like, $2 Shvedkas and Smirnoffs. And <laughs> the other's candy. Airplane liquor? Airplane liquor. I hardly airplane newer, Ryan. Christ. <laughs> it is January 8th. On the date you're listening to this, maybe, maybe the 9th. I don't know when you listen to this. I'm not holding up today's newspaper to prove anything to you, Phil Torinos. All I'm saying is I'm excited that it's 2022. I'm optimistic about this year. Ryan, what are you most hopeful about? That it's not 2021, which, and I know that 2021 has been getting a lot of shit.
0: Like it's the worst year ever. It's not 2020, guys.
1: Yeah. Let's thank remember you.
0: how terrible 2020 was.
1: I got to hug and see people safely in 2021. Where when I tried that in 2020, I got hit a lot as if I was a piñata.
0: Did anybody hit you with a piñata? And what character was it? And was it
1: a Mike Gravano character piñata?
0: Which would fuck you (gasps) up?
1: That is my life's dream now. I need to see a Mike Gravano piñata and then realize that how exciting this is. But when I see all my loved ones beat that to death, it will go from... Exciting to horrifying so quickly. What about this
0: shit? What about that? Because I know you love things turn on its head. Uh, what about a pinata shaped like candy? And then when you hit it, tiny pinatas. A gonna... bunch of little
1: pinatas. Oh, my goodness. Christ.
0: Listeners, oh. I, I, I knew that he was going to react like crazy, but I didn't expect this much
1: reaction. <laughs> but in those little pinatas, Ryan, there's smaller candy pinatas. This. It's can- candy and pinatas all the way down. Isn't life crazy? Isn't life the wildest Ryan, I
0: don't want
1: to. I'm not. I love doing this show. No, but like hanging out with you, being in the
0: intro is great,
1: right? It's. I love being in the intro.
0: It's a jacuzzi of bubbles and sex. Once you say, once you get us out of the intro,
1: we have to talk about serious things. Well, here's here's. Can I reveal some things to you? Yeah. Uh, This week there is no interview. There is no punishment for not having an interview. Okay, because I believe I paid that punishment last week. You month. paid the punishment, yes. So you wouldn't have to double pay. Uh, there is no pull list. Which means, Ryan, we have this intro, yeah, the main segment, and X-Taz. And I got to tell you, I would love to just get to X-Taz.
0: Wait, hold, st- hold on. I'm so sorry to interrupt because I know that you're the host and you hate when people interrupt. But uh, we have no pull list. No. Okay.
1: Yeah, but apparently everybody's like, oh, let's not make shows because holidays are some shit. Uh, but holidays were over, Buster Browns. Should we then talk about uh, ex-girlfriends
0: of that we would like to have sex with?
1: You choose mine. I cho- Wait, yeah. no. I, I was starting to talk when I thought we were just like history of talking shit, not, not sexually.
0: Should we do that now?
1: Yeah, I guess. Wait, mine or yours? Both. Like, okay. I
0: choose yours. You choose mine.
1: Who Do you want to go first?
0: <sighs> let's just get to Supergirls.
1: Okay, we are dealing with Super Crooks, penultimate and ultimate, and hopefully series finale episodes. Harsh. And then X-Taz, and then which of her past girlfriends we would have liked to bone. Uh, But before all that, the aforementioned Super Crooks. In the season finale of Super Crooks, Johnny and the crew case the Bastards Casino and launch their heist. After diving through traps and fighting the Praetorian, things seem to go awry before they actually work out. Tasty Ryan, I ask you this. What's something positive about these two episodes and this show as a whole?
0: Um, This was... I did, I did get more of a sense of the characters in these last two episodes. Something that I did appreciate. Like, the brothers. There's two brothers who have... The healers. The healers. Um, but
1: one's also a healer plus Dr. Octopus Arms.
0: And the other one... It's just a big, burly guy who sounds exactly like J.K. Simmons if you have the English dub on. Yes. And I actually had the English dub step on, so it was just always waiting for that beat to drop.
1: It kept dropping.
0: Uh, And that was good. And then like, uh, what we're looking for is in this casino heist... And I don't think we've ever seen a story before about a casino heist. So that's weird. Like so I didn't know you
1: could heist them. Now I'm excited to see more stories like this. <laughs>
0: that's original. In fact, Mike, you and I should do one.
1: Let's just heist I don't know. Is Andy Garcia? He owns a casino in Vegas, yes? If
0: Andy Garcia bought a casino, do you know how many times that would be robbed?
1: Fucking <laughs> Andy Garcia get a different job, bro. Look, you you're can't already own a casino. Everybody's fifth favorite actor must you own a casino to make everybody try to heist it all the time you
0: no know it's weird is that i'm actually into german actors german actor number one two three four number five andy garcia <laughs> he's my fifth favorite actor um but there's a scene in these last two episodes that did make me think that this show had promise which is the two healer brothers have to run across yes this was golden a 300 foot, what, what, what would you say? Because I'm bad at distance.
1: No, yeah, half a football field, a total football field, three football fields, some amount of fields that played football on. Um, it's all planned out.
0: They know that the lasers and the axes and the fucking choppy things are going to come, but these guys heal, so can we
1: just get through the choppy things ch- to get to the end? I want to talk about how convoluted, and I do like when people just like balls the walls. If this is true in comics, then this must also be true is there are dna trackers in this hallway to the vault and they've already gone through some amount of traps and even if you're invisible like the ghost on their team can go it will sense that as well anybody's dna who isn't the bastards or the praetorians these laser saws (laughs) will demolish and not only do these two guys have to run down at ryan they are racing because they are brothers who do that. We get along, but we fight all the time. Thing.
0: Oh, if, you, if you've never had a brother, let me tell you. All you do is race. You race to who gets the red cup for dinner. You just had red solo cups for dinner?
1: Yep. Your parents were the fucking worst. <laughs> we had to microwave them ourselves <laughs> and then up. chop them up and eat of them. To see who got that day's cup of water, we had to play beer pong. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were two dude frat guys. <laughs> to to watch these two dudes run and be like, yeah, we do this, and then they start getting hurt and then have these cold villains just get, repeat, like, over time, get more and more disgusted at first. They're like, whatever, we're villains. We can watch this. And by the end, they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I pee. can't take
0: this anymore. I'm going to vomit if I see somebody get torn apart because every time the lasers <laughs> so shoot through them,
1: like, all of their innards come out every time. And they're not like Logan healing, where it's the same body. They they're, they are almost like earthworms, where whatever is the furthest ahead in the hallway, like their disembodied body parts know that they're racing. Now that forward left arm will grow the next body, and that'll start running. And if you're an earthworm, do you know where you work out? An earth gym? Earthworm gym. Earth earthworm gym yeah. Sometimes I should not go for speed, and I should go for accuracy. <laughs> I've been told by many people, by many lovers,
0: oh, so many lovers you've had,
1: <laughs> and I always just go for speed, not accuracy. But you I, figure out what that means. But yeah, that th- that scene was dope.
0: I sort of think this sort of pinpoints the entire problem with the show in that. Yes, this is clever. It uh, it does the scene of uh, remember Catherine Zeta-Jones's butt going under yes, I the do. laser. That's the how night- Michael
1: Douglas got fucking throat <laughs> cancer, my friend. By eating out that butt. By eating that butt. Catherine Zeta Jones. That's entrapment. Never had cancer. She just (laughs) farted it
0: out down his lungs. Um, So that's my kink. From the 1996 movie Entrapment, Catherine Zeta Jones' (laughs) butt went under those lasers. And since Mm. then, we have been dealing with that sexual (laughs) preference. And this was dealing with that of just watching people do it until they die, until they (laughs) die (laughs) too much. (laughs) And I really do like the fact that, like, uh, the leader of the team was like, I can't take this anymore. Like, <laughs> this is, I have seen them get ripped apart 75 fucking times. I can't do this again.
1: And I love that the, they had to just press a button to turn it off, and it was a disembodied arm that flew <laughs> out <laughs> to finally land it. How did you, let's rewind to the beginning of these two episodes, uh, Brother number two, let's call him uh, the big burly guy who looks like Diedrich Bader in Office Space. It sounds exactly
0: like J.K. Simmons.
1: It sounds like J.K. Simmons and Casey pretend to be doctors to talk to the bastard to like case the joint. Mm-hmm. And well, that's be- how Casey got her name because <sighs> she's casing the jointy. And the whole time, the bastard's butler. Which, come on, how is that not a Ryan Reynolds Selma Hayek movie? Uh. The Bastard's Butler is just oogling and ogling Casey. Yeah. And so is the cartoon. This is this is like we talked about last week. Like, what makes me uncomfortable is it feels like the cartoon is being like, look at these dirtbags treat her this way, but also our camera's gonna treat her this way this whole time. I mean, we're about to talk about X Men,
0: the animated series that came out in nineteen ninety one, and there are multiple female characters. And there are some episodes where they are not oogled or ogled at all. No. This show really does have the one Vivo character. And this guy is just very plainly saying, I'm going to grab her butt.
1: Oh, that's so great. Like, his, 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 she sees him oogle and ogle her because all girls I've learned through the years have that radar. Oh, do they notice? They notice, Ryan. Uh, so she notices just after we notice, or probably before. But then when they're talking and looking at this art, and she is fucking art history 304-ing them and breaking down why these colors matter and who this person is. Uh, he just starts grabbing her ass, and she yeah. keeps shoving his hand away. And then well, laughing a little bit. He's laughing a little bit.
0: No, she does at one point. She's like, uh. uh
1: oh, I thought she was like, uh. But is what he's grabbing. Uh, later, when they have her tied up, because it, it turns out they, they figured out who she is, we're jumping forward, he says he will fuck her dead body because beauty is as beauty does. That I, th- I, th- I thought that was a big step. Escalation. <laughs> yeah, Look, now- I'm not defending ogling or groping, but that is an
0: escalation. That was an escalation for him to say, I don't care whether she's alive or dead, I will fuck that body. And then when the bastard blew up her brain, I was like, is this guy still going to fuck her dead body? But did you uh did you think that that was actually true or did you know that that was a the crazy brain blowing dream up sequence
1: yeah No 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 at that point I was like this is probably the series finale she is the only girl so of course they should fridge her uh, in their minds I thought she was dead and then the whole thing from the airport I really hope people listen to this cuz we're not doing a great job of talking about what these two episodes are like uh, but also for their sake I hope they did not watch this everything that we thought was her leaving her dude because he is a piece of shit. We've only seen him be a piece of shit and the bastard trapping her at the airport and figuring out she's not who she says she is. And then he's trying to get to them through her. It was all part of the heist, which is that's like, did oceans 11 do that? Where the audience thinks this is the plan, but now this is the real plan. Kinda. Yes. But here's the thing.
0: I know that. And like, I don't, I don't want to alienate our entire audience. I would love to. Incels?
1: Mm. No way. We need them. Hey, Buster Browns, we love you. <laughs> you
0: guys are all Buster Browns, and we love you.
1: Some of you Buster, some of you Browns, but we love you all the same.
0: When George Clooney or Johnny from this show does this, it's because they're very handsome. You guys okay. aren't handsome. Please stop doing this. Please don't- Doing what? What are we telling them not to do? Like, just think that you can treat women like shit. Like, uh, I think that we saw Harrison Ford do bad things, like treat Carrie Fisher badly mm. in Empire and think that, like, that's just how we can, like... That's how we do it?
1: No, guys, we can't. I've never once said I love you to my wife or my mother. I always just say I know. <laughs>
0: and that's how you do it, guys. That's how you do
1: it. That's how you do it. I think what 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 I... If I what I like about the character Johnny is... I think he's a true moron. I think he is always trying his hardest to treat her right and is constantly a fucking idiot. Yeah. I don't know if the show knows he's an idiot, but as an adult man watching this, he's a true moron. But now that we can talk about the finale of the show, wouldn't that have been so much better if
0: Casey was just like, yeah, I know who you are, and then walked away. I
1: was really bummed. I, so, I was like, I was like, I was dog-pounding it when I thought she was legit going to the airport. I thought that when she got her head blown off, that was a better ending than her ending up with Johnny. Mary? No, we just know in a flash-forward another five years, because this show's lazy, they will be divorced again. Man, the Bastards? Mm-hmm.
0: Good name really does love blowing heads off. Like, yeah. once he does that, Why he does that to literally that everyone taste? he looks at. <laughs> he <laughs> like,
1: starts blowing up heads left and right, and is that his specific, is he, he goes telekinetic, to, or is his specific power you can blow up brains? It really feels like you cut
0: the head off at half a jaw so mm. that their bottom teeth remain.
1: It's so gross and but awesome. But everything
0: above your bottom teeth is dust. And, Balloon like, I can just shit. see him, like, he goes into a Walmart because he needs more uh, rags to clean up his house because of
1: all the blown off heads.
0: And somebody's like, welcome to Walmart. Boom. heads gone.
1: His his power is basically, he has the power to shove a hundred Piccolo Pete's in ears and mouths. And they just go off. And that's what happens to these folks. Not one piece of dynamite. One hundred <laughs> Piccolo Pete's. No, 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 not yet. It makes an annoying noise. Uh... What did you so? The Guardian, which like they at a certain point when they're getting the band together in in last week's episodes, they get the Guardian. They're like, "Well, we need a hero." I don't know why the show doesn't really explain why they get the Guardian. Who is a badass? Uh, he has a lot of powers. He's kind of a piece of shit, but he's there, and they're blackmailing him to be there. He's there like ace in the hole, and the Praetorian shows up, and they're like, "Well, the Guardian handle this," and then he lets the Praetorian beat the living fuck out of all of them. How, I, I will say, I think these two episodes were better than last week's episodes.
0: No, I agree, because we had some sort of, like, this is when the story clicked in, right? And mm-hmm. they had a thing to do. They they saw the end coming. Uh, I feel so bad saying, once again, that maybe we could have cut three or seven episodes from this entire series. But this uh, this was much more focused than... We've yes. come to expect from super drugs. But I uh, I do have a question and I don't I just I'm so nervous about you telling me like, Oh, you didn't pay attention. Oh, you've heard Oh wait. Say your thing first. <laughs> and then you're ready though, right? Oh, I got it locked and loaded, brother. Why there I thought that we had superpower dampering things. How come the gladiator and the Praetorian could just fight each other
1: superpowers? Eh, they turned it off. Eh, shut up. Eh, who knows? It's a lazy show. You did pay attention, my friend. The show did not. Really? I That's was the wondering. the real answer? I, I, I fucking know. I, I was like, wait. I thought it was that they were all weak. Because they, they were all beat. The, the crooks, the super crooks, were all beat as a normal strong dude would be a normal weak person. Right. But yeah, for some reason, when it was Guardian v Praetorian, super power time, nothing else happens. Ah lazy <laughs> show. These are lazy creators. I I do think that this mostly
0: has good uh marks. I think that like a lot of people like this, and I think it's because it what? was because it was watched one through thirteen in one day. I do think that, that is that. the typical That does not a good show make. I know, but like that is the way that people will watch something is this first show, this first episode got me. I'm gonna watch the whole thing.
1: But so you watched the first episode with Taylor and Greg, and then you watch these ones. The first episode did not get you. No. It was some of the worst trash you've ever seen. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but it was not. No, it did, you've seen it, a lot of trash. That's it true. did not get me. Well, are we hoping it comes back for another season? Are we hoping, like it's forefather Jupiter's legacy, it is out? Uh I mean Mike, Legends of Tomorrow
0: is the greatest show we have ever seen. And I'm hoping that does not come back for another season. <laughs> so I am saying that this should go away and die.
1: Look, listeners, we need you to know Ryan loves you. Ryan loves this show. This is all he lives for, and he wants every show we watch to be cancelled so he doesn't. What, have is that so weird? Anymore. Is that weird Is that crazy? Isn't that what you do with love? <laughs> So, Super Crooks. I, it's all on Netflix. You can watch it whenever you want, Ryan. Before we move on to the long, long poll list, we do have to talk about this website you've been kicking around. Yes.
0: Wait, are you talking about uh,
1: Crook Soups? I guess it's Crook Soups. Yes. Dot so biz. We have
0: it? we have been uh, compiling uh, soup recipes from. People who steal. People who steal. There's a lot of people, Mike, in this day and age. I don't know if you know this. Who will put a uh, black bandana on and wear mm-hmm. black and white shirts and uh, bring empty bags with dollar signs and then leave the store with full bags of dollar signs.
1: James Cameron, I think, was one of the people who originated that. And they
0: have really good ideas for soups. And so, Crook Soups is a website that,
1: like, I just want to share. What they have to share now, Ryan. What I love about recipe websites is uh, how many ads and long ass story I have to read before I get to the actual recipe. Absolutely, um, crook soup says this before before any of the
0: crooks tell you how to make the soup that they have perfected. There's a 45 minute monologue about how how are you doing? Hey, how are you? <laughs> How am I doing? I'm okay. They wait for the reader to respond. Yeah, and then they wait. (laughs) And then also smash that subscribe button, obviously. Smash that
1: subscribe button to this crooksoups.com blog. But you know what,
0: Mike? I didn't
1: listen to your response
0: before. So I will say again. How are you? And that's another 5 Hungry? Minutes.
1: Yeah. Crook soup man? I I love some soup. How about that? I just Can want I get some soup? soup? I'm very chilly. I'd like to be less so. And you do have from Al Capone to D'Angelo Barksdale soup. Yes, you run the 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 entire uh, history of crooks. Every type of crook there is.
0: If you are if you're ever tiptoeing around a bank and trying to get your butt under a red laser, you're <laughs> and you've invented a soup. Oh. You got Zeta's butt soup? We have Zeta butt soup. <laughs> <laughs> mm,
1: mm, mm. <laughs>
0: no, it is now, good. Ryan, it tastes like cancer.
1: How? <laughs> throat cancer specifically, yes? yes? How How confident are you? Obviously, it's a great product, and you need to get it to the eyes of the people. How confident are you in your website? Well, I was hoping to just
0: uh, eject soup recipes out of people's CD-ROM drives.
1: No, see, oh, so... Is that wrong? It's wrong on so many levels. One, nobody uses CD-ROM. We just get cup holders in their computers. (laughs) Wait, did you use your CD-ROM drive as a (laughs) cup holder? And it broke every time. Ryan, I don't think... You're an idea, man. You need to get the recipes to the people. You need to get the ads. You need to get the 45-minute monologues. They're crook Uh, soups. They're crook soups, and the people need to eat them. I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Cybersprout.net. They're going to handle everything for you they got tools they got training if you want to manage and tweak it they have that for you they have the easy to edit fields they have custom templates but if you don't want to do any of that they will help run that website they handle the maintenance they handle the security they handle the speed optimization
0: any questions i think that i have to call uh cybersprout
1: call them at cybersprout.net your partner for the digital world uh, when we come back, no, Mike, you're hosting this one. When we come back, Mike's hosting this one. It's the pull list, And by pull list, I mean X-Taz Mania, bitch. Ryan. Oh, it feels good to say it that way. <laughs> Mike. Ryan. Ryan Atwood has been getting in some <sighs> fights. I miss the OCD. I Who know- doesn't? I know. We hit 100 EPS. It's out there on Spotify. It's out there on Overcast, wherever you get your episodes. If you like the OC, if you like me and Ryan, go check that out.
0: Mike! Uh,
1: Yes, that's not what we're here to talk about, is it, Ryan? We're here to talk about X-Men villains. It has been so
0: long since we've done some X-Men villains rankings. It's been the hottest of minutes. And Mike, do you know how many we have ranked so far? 17. It's 24. Damn you, stupid motherfucker! You stupid piece of shit! How how dumb can you be to think that it's seventeen when it's twenty four?
1: I feel like it was close.
0: Well, I mean, I guess, but like, if it if you had said twenty three, you would be closer.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm a dumb motherfucker. So you're a dumb motherfucker. Is all I'm I'm saying. I'm just the dumbest motherfucker, and nobody should ever take anything I said seriously. Look,
0: I, I think that our lives, both of our lives, are going to be a lot easier if we can both just admit that you're a dumb motherfucker. I'm a dumb motherfucker. You're just a fucking dumb piece of shit. I I've, Have you ever met anybody dumber than me? Because I don't think I have. I, I think that if you look dipshit up in the dictionary... It's me in the mirror. It's just a picture of you in the mirror, which is two mics. Just two dipping shit. You're just a dipshit. Well, that's our first villain, Mike, is dipshit. Number one with a bullet. Uh, so we right now have an A-list, a B-list, a C-list, and a D-list. And I'm going to say this real quick. A-list, untouchable. Right? It's Magneto, uh, yeah. Juggernaut, Apocalypse, Mystique, and Mr.
1: Sinister. That You can't touch that.
0: D D-list? Oh, get on there, my friend. Like... Maybe all ride that D train. Maybe all five of the people that we're going to nominate tonight are on the D list. It's totally well. Possible. How many of them
1: are white dudes in suits? <laughs> because I know there's a lot of bad guys. Do you like mean that. like Henry Gyric and Bolivar Trask? Yes, I do mean like those. Also, Senator by the, Kelly.
0: Also, by the way, Strife is Senator Kelly is actually the C list.
1: Yeah, he should be.
0: Uh, Strife is a white guy in a suit, a big
1: diamondy. Argue that
0: that's not a suit, fucks. Yeah, I'm calling you fucks. Uh, Vindicator is a Canadian guy in a suit.
1: Vindicator. We hate him, and only a few of us would put him on this list, and that's why I love this podcast.
0: Now, Mike, real quick, before we get into this, because I do think it has been a while. What makes a good one? What makes a bad one? X-Men villains, go.
1: Me? Okay. Good one is, uh, I think, how melodramatic and over-the-top they can be. How much they actually wreck the X-Men. Uh, good powers, good costume, good motivations. Bad ones, are you a white dude with a crew cut and a suit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But also, if you're that, then you're also bad. You're yeah. going to go to the D list.
1: Where were you on January 6th, Henry Guy-Rich?
0: Uh He was leading it. He was probably elected center of some fucking state, Connecticut. Hey, Connecticut. We're watching you, boom, boom, boom. We got you. We got you on our radar. Boom boom boom. Uh Mike, we are going to review an episode of X Men the Animated Series in the future. Like ten minutes into in the, the days future. of future. Um, but that was just yes. apocalypse. So we're not gonna do him. Instead, I have a new person to bring up to you. Who is that a person? It's a species.
1: And these these the rules state that we talk about anybody who's come up in the show. Yes. No. Since the last time we did this. Right now we're doing anything. Oh, anything goes. Anything goes. <laughs> <'Cause laughs> Laddie da.
0: Right now, I would like to bring up to you the alien-like, the infestating, the I will get you pregnant with my baby brood.
1: The brood. They did not yet, and I don't know if they currently do. Marvel did not have the rights to the xenomorphs, so they went. Fuck it.
0: Uh, yes, we'll, we do. They're we'll called the brood.
1: They're brown, and they don't do the cool double mouth. Other than that, you owe money to H.R. Giger. <laughs>
0: I gotta say that that double mouth is the epitome of scary. Like,
1: Hey, girl, give me that
0: double mouth. That's really all you need for scary? But the brood is disgusting, and I hate how uh, it's just so like... Instead of Magneto, like, well,
1: I have a different political position than mm-hmm. you. Instead, it's like...
0: I wanna kill and I wanna
1: invade you. I wanna impregnate all of you against your will. Uh here's the brood might be the perfect stance for my argument is I don't want the X-Men to join the MCU. I just want Marvel Studios to make their own X-Meniverse, because it's so convoluted and complicated. We're not gonna get a killer brood story if they join the MCU.
0: Oh, no. If X-Men joined the MCU, then we won't get a killer brood story. We won't get a killer any of their oh, stories. No. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. You're a fake fan.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was uh, taken over by a brood right now, and that's how they make oh, people talk. That's yeah, that's
1: your classic brood shit. Okay. Oh, I, I would put I'm the Mike brood. And I'm
0: an idiot, and I'm bad at podcasting, and I, wish I, would I was put
1: handsome. Th- I do wish I was handsome. I would put the brood just like I would put my favorite drink as a child, high C. All
0: right. High C is
1: Sauron and
0: Nimrod. Yep. Low B is Omega
1: Red. Oh, they got tentacles too. Let's fuck Omega Red. Put the brood up there. Above Omega Red? How about Shadow King? No, they're not above Shadow
0: King. All right. So brood
1: is going in between
0: Shadow King and Omega Red. This list is so good, dude.
1: And as a mega bump, is Omega Red bumped, or does he stay on B and B just gets bigger? I think. You no, know I like
0: that big B. I think he he moves down to a C.
1: Okay, fine B. That's, That's fine. not going to make him happy. No, By- he go like this now with me tentacles. Your next
0: one is a uh, old school listeners of Pop Filter and superhero show show know that last week or two weeks ago we talked about the Silver Samurai. Those are old school. Is this guy a mutant?
1: I don't know. D-list that guy for sure. <laughs> okay,
0: should we just be done with this conversation? Have you ever just...
1: What if Strife was somebody not Strife? Silver <laughs> Samurai. Now, True I'm- story. I had a Silver Samurai action figure. D-list. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story. He sucks. Who gives I, a shit? I honestly have nothing
0: else to say to you. I think that he should be D-listed, uh like immediately. I think that he saw
1: Kirby movies. I do not know what his mutant power is. Don't know nothing about him. He runs up walls based on uh, Hitmonkey. Hit monkey. I also, his Hulu's Hit Marvel's Monkeys Hit take Monkeys. on him. Hulu's Marvel's Hitmonkey's take on Silver Samurai, I did enjoy because he's a pompous asshole who thinks he's a hero who kind of sucks. That was delightful. And you're delisting
0: D-list. immediately. Um, he cannot be last because that's Onslaught.
1: Oh, come on. Onslaught stays last. So I'm
0: going to say uh, Vindicator, Belladonna, the Nasty Boys. Where's he in that?
1: And the Nasty Boys are like Tarface. They're the guys who work for Sinister, I think, right? Yeah. He
0: is- Or there's also Strife is in the D-list. So if you want to put him right below that, because he's basically the
1: same thing. Above the Nasty Boys, below Belladonna. That's it, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Hey, you jackass. Silver Samurai, D-list- Mike. Oh, you- I would love I can't wait for the silver samurai stands to come at us on Twitter. <laughs> Bring it on, stands. Now, Mike, the next one is Toad. And oh
0: Toad has gone through so many things where he was in an X Men movie, right? He was? He was the same guy who played Darth Maul. What uh what happens when lightning strikes a toad?
1: same thing that happens to anything else.
0: So I think that's D-List immediately?
1: No, fuck off. Because that's, that's, that's Storm's fault. That's Storm's fault. That's Storm. Maybe Storm's a D-List X-Men villain. Uh, Toad was also one of the main villains in the Pride of X-Men. Straight to DVD, failed pilot. Uh, with Wolverine, I am, I am. Wolverine, he goes down on da. What is and, that? I'm Wolverine and I'm not a marsupial. Uh, Toad is Awesome in X Men Evolution. His moves are pretty dope in the aforementioned X Men movie. I love Toad, maybe because I am a Toad like creature. I would say B list at the lowest. Okay,
0: so we're definitely going C list because I was going to say D list.
1: And also, like, I'm sorry, Ryan, that as a young child, I read all of the black and white Barnes Noble collected. Original X-Men things, so I thought Toad was a much bigger deal than he would be in modern comics. And I'm sorry, Mike, that I uh, made you live a life of my
0: Toad, so you think that Toad is cool, because he's yeah.
1: not. You kept being like, I'm Magneto and you're Toad, and I was like, okay, give me that Shakespearean type collie, let's do it. Why this. do you
0: always go Midwestern every time you're my slave?
1: Okay, I guess I'll be your slave there, Buster Brown. All right, we're
0: going C-List for sure, because that is how democracy works.
1: Right I now- say b you say D, we go C. Okay. Well, well, who's on the C list right now? Sauron is at the top. Okay, and then we have
0: Nimrod, Master Mold, Blob, Pyro, and Senator Kelly. Now, I think I think that Toad and Pyro are similar to me in that they both have very uncomplicated powers, mm-hmm. and they need masters.
1: But I think Toad is so much better than Pyro. I'm putting him. Above Nimrod. Okay. Below Sauron, I believe, is where we're at. That's where are you throwing him. I mean, I would say below Pyro, but I'll put no.
0: him, I'll put him below Sauron as long Pyro
1: as Pyro is such a dick cheese <laughs> in everything he shows up in. You just need to read more toad. I've never I've never met a toad defender. I might be a toad stand.
0: <laughs> I'm I a d- toadstool.
1: I might be a toadstool.
0: <laughs> I know you have Toad cheese. Is that the same thing?
1: Yeah, I, I'm pro toad cheese, not dick cheese.
0: Um, as long as he's below Sauron, the MVP for season two of X Men: The American So,
1: I, in this in this segment, can we move Sauron up to the B list? Yes. Yeah. No, I think that's happening above Omega Red. All right, let's do one more. Okay.
0: And I would really like to know your opinion on this person who started off as an X Men villain. Although he has spread out to the entire mobile universe. There's a game called Spider-Man and the X-Men, colon, Arcade's Phantom's- Revenge.
1: Oh, Arcade's, oh, that game was so fucking hard. But as far as X-Men
0: villains go, Arcade, is this the nerdiest of the nerds? Yes. Is this the most devious villain? And he should be number yes. one. Is this the inventor of the Battle Royale Let's put everybody on the same island and have them fuck each other. What was that thing.
1: called? Avengers Arcade? No, Avengers Academy. Aven- uh, Arcade's like Revenge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if we're taking all of Arcade into consideration, B list. Wow. C
0: list. C list. I'm gonna say C list, but I'm My gonna say on the C list. I'm gonna say lower than Toad. Low Toad. All right, so we agree on the seat list. So it's Sauron Toad, Nimron, Master Mold, Blob, Pyro, Senator Kelly. I'm thinking above, above Senator Kelly.
1: You oh, think okay. Blob then Toad, or Blob then No? So arcade?
0: that is, is it. Uh, above or below Pyro?
1: Above Pyro. Okay. Pyro sucks.
0: Settle down, bud.
1: Because right now I think
0: that you were uh, shitting on your childhood.
1: Because you were a pyro, I, I was. I melted a boombox once. And then went, now what do I listen to, eh? <laughs> and then listen to my pet toad. Why in s- Philly sing word did words you have such an ears.
0: aggressive English accent?
1: <laughs> Philly's weird, man. Some factions are like, the South will rise again, even though we were the North in the fight. And some of us are like, cheerio, chap. What do I listen to now, eh? It's, it
0: seems like a really fun city that I would love to visit soon. It,
1: they'd love talking about history and <laughs> refusing to learn any of it.
0: Philadelphia. Uh, Mike, I would put <laughs> Philadelphia on the D-list.
1: Yeah, Philadelphia really fought the X-Men hard.
0: Uh, as an X-Men villain, I'm thinking at the bottom I have Belladonna Silver Samurai. Philadelphia? Nasty boys onslaught, what do you think?
1: I think that yeah, because so many nasty boys live in Philly. I think that's perfect big. What about the Morlocks
0: we We haven't gotten to them, have we? Oh, I'm sorry
1: I apologize. in it in that.
0: All I'm right, that. so congratulations to the brood, Silver samurai, toad and arcade.
1: okay, now could we stop farting around and move Sauron to where he belongs? Because mm-hmm. where is he currently? I mean, he's on the C list, but he'll be on the B list. All right. Are we just moving him to the B list, but he's in the same exact position, or is he jumping a few? No, yeah, no,
0: he's in the same exact position. Do you want to move him up?
1: Yeah. Who? Well, who's the B list currently?
0: The person above him is Omega Red. Uh huh. And then the Brood. Uh huh. And then the Shadow King. Uh huh. And then Sentinels. Uh huh. And then Mojo.
1: Okay, I'm not trying to get crazy. Yeah. But if you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. I think he should be. Below, I, above the brood.
0: So below the Shadow King.
1: Below the Shadow King. Come on, you don't want to fuck with Abneus, sir.
0: sir. Uh, if he hears that we're even talking Woo! about him, yeah, that's going to be crazy. to get crazy? <laughs> All right, so we go Sentinel, Shadow King, Soar on the Brood.
1: Omega Red, Toad. Did you just do Jay-Z's verse from Monster? Haha. ha, ha ha ha. That's a good JC impression. At first, I thought you were making fun of me, but <laughs> you're making fun of Z. Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. Uh, and that is the X Men villains. Next time, guys, we're gonna do so much stuff because Mike. What did you say? We should do
1: more locks. The Morlocks,
0: Black Tom, and Lady Deathstrike, all on the next episode of X Men villains. But instead of that shit, Mike, I'll let you host.
1: The X-Taz. Am I hosting this episode?
0: I don't remember. Do I do it now? I I would love you to do it right now. But this is so weird because it's like a one-off X-Men thing. Are we going to be able to do this? I think we can. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the X-Men Tasmania. Do you need me to do it? Well, it's like uh, the 90s. Yeah, go for it.
1: I'll, uh, and I'll, I'll point to you when you start. Welcome to X-Tasmania. hold on. Which hand are you going to point with? Both. Okay. Oh, shit. That's Welcome a- to X-Tasmania, bitch. The show within the show covering the primetime Saturday morning soap opera of the early 90s X-Men The Animated Series. I'm pointing. When we start off, Mike,
0: we are dealing with a enraged Warren Worthington III who... As the camera pans out, he is project manager of a construction site. And he is the snarkiest helpers. You know what, man? How would you act if a fully enraged archangel, one of the goddamn uh, horsemen of the apocalypse,
1: is your boss? Just and a lavender face, bright gold shoulder-length locks. Bright gold eyebrows. And he gets into it immediately. Like, he's, uh, when the show starts, he's like,
0: I hate apocalypse. But then he turns around, he's like, Hey, what are you doing? You better wear a safety belt when you order, when you (laughs) move those boxes around. He's talking about overtime. This Archangel's (laughs) like, Yeah, um, there will be no overtime. So make sure that you clock out for lunch because. (laughs) How is he the owner and middle
1: management at the same time? This is what rich people do.
0: Rich people will not let becoming purple and pink get in the way of them
1: making as much money as possible, and you will not take overtime. They'll stick their grubby, violent hands all in all their employees' businesses. A
0: guy knocks on the door, uh, an employee knocks on the door, and Archangel answers it and says, You're late. Like that's, he is at every level of working.
1: This warehouse. Yeah. He well what else he's obsessed, Ryan. He's obsessed with making those time those time sense. <laughs>
0: he is obsessed with making those time sense. Uh what Mike and is trying to, to say is of- quicken. Archangel is working the quicken.
1: He's working the quicken because he doesn't have Intuit. This part of Excess mania is sponsored by Intuit. And look, you gotta do your taxes. Ugh. We all hate him. Intuit makes them easier. If you're still on
0: Quicken don't get into that. Get into it. I think into it
1: might unquicken. Hmm. Well, we wouldn't know. I don't fucking do taxes. Like uh, come it, at me. Come at me, big bro. And by big bro, I mean IRS. Like, you have a day job. Is Archangel a better boss than your boss? I mean, he does have those beautiful golden locks. Beautiful golden eyebrows. <laughs> but my boss never shoots metal spikes out of his back at me. Oh, if you're late by four or
0: three minutes he will shoot razor blades at your face
1: what i love is like the 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 foreman the foreman of the crew and it's like a two-person crew before the accountant shows up he goes look they're your dollars because he's like i'll pay you more he's like but we're beat and warren worthington the third already a douchebag listen to that name his response to yeah you can pay us more but we're exhausted we need to take a break is to shoot razor blades at his employees
0: also, um, I'm so sorry to say this. I'm so sorry, but uh, I, just, I, I just think that maybe we could have a coffee pot in the break room. Razor blade. Razor blades. God damn it. How? Why? Look, I, need to, I
1: need to be ready for the razor blades. I would be fine with a Keurig. Single razor blade. <laughs> You're negotiating. Also, yeah. If you uh, like,
0: hey, Warren Worthington. I uh have this note for uh it just says that you're the best boss of all time single razor blade right under the wall now it's hung on the wall
1: but it draws a smiley face
0: God damn it <laughs> Warren Worthington the third by the way
1: Ww3 mm-hmm. thats ww three yeah World War three all right so, so he- look Ryan I don't know what World War three will be fought with but World War four will be fought with razor blades from a back. <laughs>
0: Mike, listen. I know you're fucking around, but I actually do have to teach our audience about brownies and Uh how to to make brownies. And the way the way to make brownies
1: is you pour a little bit of olive oil into a pan, Mm. and then you shoot razor blades (laughs) at your face. Look, I was never taught how to shave as a kid. I had to learn (laughs) by myself, and I was to look in the mirror. This actually (laughs) seems like a good one. (laughs) (laughs) And I just started throwing razor blades at the mirror. (laughs) No, okay.
0: Honestly, Mike, I would like to continue this podcast and talk mm-hmm. about how there's the Statue of Liberty in mm-hmm. this thing, in this episode, and um, how Marvel just does not give a shit about the Statue of Liberty and destroys. I think they it. hate it.
1: It's not they don't give a shit, but they Mike, I it. don't want to talk about it. I want to have
0: the razor blades in your face.
1: I, uh, uh, Archangel runs out of razor blades, so he starts ripping off the Statue of Liberty's head razor blades and throws them at people. <laughs> I'm out of razor blades. What do you want me to do? Uh, so, we
0: have seen her torch torn down and uh-huh. I, I, uh, and replaced with a shield.
1: Yeah, that that is obtrusive enough. We've seen uh, Magneto turn it into uh, a whirlybird uh, mutant maker.
0: Yeah, a mutant maker. Think about that. I'm going to change your <sighs> DNA because I've turned it into a mutant maker. And then Wolverine just... Mutant DNA! Just, like, clawing it.
1: Like, do they hate the Statue of Liberty? We... Yeah, we've seen her spikes get ripped off one by one. They hate the Statue of Liberty. You know, like
0: I was reading a book the other day mm-hmm. about uh, the history of the Statue of Liberty and how the French sent it over here and it was a present. And razor blades in your face. We hate some razor
1: bl- Ryan, have, uh, have I told you about my honeymoon? Mm-mm. My wife and I, part of it, we went to Northern Thailand. Mm-hmm. and We're in the mountains and we're... Uh, bathing and brushing elephants and one was pregnant and she started to give birth to a massive razor blades right at us. Shit, that is crazy.
0: Mike, <laughs> have I told you about the time where um, my wife was giving birth to my daughter?
1: hmm I have? No, no, you have not. Oh, I have not. I was giving it encouraging. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to tell you about it now. Um, Yeah, that's private. So, Apocalypse... Is um, Apocalypse. I'm gonna I'm gonna like not lie to you. A hundred stories tall.
1: He gets so tall. In the middle of throwing razor blades and screaming at his employees for not fighting the right Egyptian or Ming dynasty artifacts, there's a news broadcast that Apocalypse Apocalypse is New York. So Warren Worthington III just goes, fuck you, and razor blades them and then flies to New York. I love <laughs> Uh,
0: uh, This whole episode is about Warren Worthington and about how he always thinks the camera's on him and how... Fuck the 1%. (laughs) He's always like, I have the best line of dialogue right now, so (laughs) you should probably follow me. But uh, there's multiple times where he's flying towards Apocalypse, where I think that he could beat him, but it turns out that it was a trick of camera, and (laughs) Apocalypse is
1: 1,000 times the size of Warren Worthington. But a trick of camera... We get a weird cutaway to the X-Mansion, and a robotic Xavier voice, which I don't think we've ever heard before, uh, is like, Shia technology has been helping us, X-Men. And they're just like, yes, robot Xavier. Uh, And it detected a mystery ship a mile along. And they're like, okay, what? And he goes, wait, Warren Worthington III and Apocalypse are fighting in New York. Ignore that ship for a while.
0: And that's sort of how X-Men plots go. But we get to the ship. And Mike, we have done an episode called Beauty and the Beast. Uh Uh-huh. Where Beast- On Movie of the
1: Year. No, no, no. This is an actual X-Men Oh, yeah, when she was in the comb.
0: When Beast fell in love with a blind girl.
1: Man, he's going to fall in love with any- Beast is me freshman year of high school. If a girl's (laughs) nice, he's falling in love with them. Did Beast fall in love with a ship tonight? Dude- I have never seen Horntier beast. He, he they kept the way they said my friend, the amount of like drool that dripped off their tongues. Beast was like, hey, can you shut down these security systems? And
0: she's like, hell yeah, I can. Hell and yeah. then Beast shut was like, that. can you suck this blue dick?
1: <laughs> Jesus, hell yeah, I can. This is a children's show, Lee Walds. What are you doing? The Leewalds are not going to
0: come back on the show.
1: Because of the stuff we've said since they've been on the show? Yeah, like things like blue dick, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> I didn't say blue dick should fuck that asshole. I think that's what you just said. But did Beast
0: fall... I, I started thinking about the ships that we've had in our pop culture lifetime that had uh-huh. a uh, sort of consensual female voice. And we have Gideon.
1: Gideon, rest Obviously. in peace. Uh Solo. Solo. The robot eventually became the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium voice. Falcon
0: is sort of, kind of like a consensual voice, right?
1: It, I, I guess it's a, a it's a ship that Lando definitely fucked when she was a robot. Now she's a ship that Lando fucked. That Lando fucked, and that's why he's so upset. Han stole it. And then the other
0: one was uh, that I thought of was Spaceballs, where she's like five uh, the meter maid. Yeah, five, three. Wait, what happened to four? Haha, just kidding. That's a consensual ship. That's a consensual ship. You can you can fuck that ship. I'm
1: consensually shipping those characters.
0: (laughs) So of all those ships,
1: which one would you like to fuck the most? I think this one. Beast
0: wants to. A mile long and six inches deep. I mean, I don't want to jump to the end, but
1: like towards the end, she's like, I'm satisfied. They're both crying and weeping and fucking on each other. Were they in love with each other? Look, Beast has a hard life because he's blue and furry. That's how my rap starts on my new album. What do you think? <laughs> I mean. Beast far- has a hard life because he's blue and furry. Everybody knows that I like yellow curry.
0: You do. I mean, yeah. That No, it's an amazing rap. It's an amazing rap.
1: My favorite basketball player is Steph Curry. I know I just rapped Curry with Curry. Great. I'm sorry I'm not as funny as Bill Murray. At some point, uh, Rogue takes the (laughs) the hood off Archangel. Did you know that that was a hood? Yeah, that's when she's like, no, we need to be serious. Their relationship in this episode, Gambit is so jealous of it. Because at first they're trying to get Warren, like, calm him down, get him on her side. He's like, you should know what I'm talking about. And she's just like, yeah, we're bonding. And Gambit's just eyes are glowing even deeper red in the background. It's just because she sucked his life at one point when he was pure horseman that they're like seeing eye to eye for a while. Yeah. I- they both make, uh, everybody makes bad decisions in this episode, except for shockingly enough, Gambit. I have a note about that. What is your note?
0: Uh, Hey, Rogue, what are you going to do? Save Archangel until you're blue in the face?
1: Oh! Sorry, my O would have been quicker if I hadn't been sipping water. No, your O means that I did a bad job. Oh. Yeah. So does that one. Uh, When they first get to the Statue of Liberty, this is when Warren rips one of the spears off to fight... Uh, Apocalypse rogue cannonballs into one of his knees, and Beast chains him up. They are working as a team, and it looks dope, and they're doing great. And then Wolverine pops his claws, and he's gonna like gut Apocalypse, and goes, "My mother always wanted me to be a surgeon." Before Apocalypse goes, "Oh wait, I'm Apocalypse," and just throws them all away yeah. with a flick. Well, I mean, like it's a little bit
0: more than that. He does go. Ugh. But he That's apocalypses a- out of that because he can change his appearance no matter what he wants to do.
1: Every size, every person. At a certain point, we find out he was the late employee. That's how he first got into Archangel Skin is he was late for his shift. And he did it good because he was the guy with the cane. You never expect the guy with the you cane never to expect be apocalypse. The Man, That's why Michael Caine is such a good villain. Yeah.
0: You never. And, and how does he, he sound when he says he's not a villain?
1: Oh, I'm not a villain. I'm Michael Caine.
0: Oh God, how I don't know how you do it. It's so good. <laughs>
1: it's like Michael Kane walked into the room. All right, they're trying to plan how to take down Apocalypse, and they're they're making strategies. And Angel screams at them, "I have no patience for playing war games." After B says, "Like here's the plan," he does not listen to the plan. And he just flies away. Fuck rich people. Yeah,
0: no, he thinks he can do whatever he wants because of one money and two vengeance. And I've uh, never had either one of those. But I would like to think that <laughs> if I had one of them, I would fucking decimate. I would fucking punch people <laughs> in the
1: face. <laughs> if you got one, you don't need the other because they're equal. Uh, Rogue foolishly is like, yep, I guess I'll go with him. When everyone's like, no, you're big. It's central part of the plan. And then they're like, hey, remember that mile-long ship we mentioned for no reason? We should find that. And when they go to the ship, it, 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 it's Wolverine, Gambit, Beast, and Psyche. It just says Hank's name. Yeah. She says, hello, Dr. McCoy. What? Why does the ship know us? She's ready for him Because what we have is another fucking Frazier.
0: That's why Beast and the ship fall in love is because they both talk like Frazier. Instead of saying, like, hey, how are you? They're like, well, how... Is your datitudes up to your <laughs>
1: nightitudes, or however you, the fuck they talk? Do you think Hank is going to toss that ship salad and she's oh. going to scramble his eggs? They want to fuck so hard, Mike. It's uncomfortable for me because I want them to fuck as well. My favorite, the, the, the confidence that wanting to fuck this ship gives Hank is they're trying to figure out the trap for Apocalypse, and he just and Wolverine's like, "What should I do? I want to kill somebody." Mm. And he goes, hey, why don't you just stand on that platform? And it's to fucking trap Wolverine. And he gets so angry. I like this. I like this arrogant, confident Hank.
0: I love how your Wolverine impression is Slingy Blade.
1: (laughs) I'm Canadian. French fried potatoes. I I don't remember anything except that I usually like French fried potatoes. Vindicator's the worst. Mm -hmm. All
0: right. So we have got Apocalypse and Archangel. They're all coming to the same place Mm -hmm. because we Mm -hmm. had this ship on blast.
1: And the ship was Apocalypse's trap the whole time. He knew they would find his mile-long ship. He knew they would set up a trap for him, so that is the trap for them. Then finally, Archangel gets there, and he says, give
0: me your tender back.
1: (laughs) You didn't get married. You can't ask for that, my friend.
0: Mike, I rewound this episode so many times. (laughs) To make sure that I heard him clearly. Is this a bit... Is it biblical?
1: Like <laughs> No. No. It's how rich people talk. It's because uh employee who we later find out was Apocalypse found a scroll from the Ming dynasty that the one uh, a weak point in Apocalypse is in his back. And so Archangel decided to say, Give me your Give tender me your t- back.
0: Give me your tender back, tender back, tender back. Give me your tender back, tender back, tender back.
1: Apocalypse, give me a back ribs. Uh, and it's weird because Apocalypse is like, I was just trying to get in your head. This was how to fuck with you. But then they do fuck him up via his tender back later. Yeah, they do. You didn't need to give away your real s- sweet spot
0: there, Pocky. I know, but if it is your tender back, then you want to
1: sing about it. And they did. Here's my tender back, tender back, tender back. Do you think if you go to your marital chamber later tonight, Ryan, and you say, "Wife, (laughs) give me your tender back," what would happen? I think Mike would get slapped in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a creepy sentence.
0: Ah, now I have found your tender back. (laughs) I like in this episode. I do think that like Warren Worthington. Speaks in a doom or king like, <laughs> he isn't. He has lost this his is, goddamn mind.
1: This is just what money does to you. One, he's lost his mind because of vengeance, but he lost his mind a lot longer ago, because of money. And shooting razors out of your bag, you know that'll, that 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 that'll fuck you up. That'll fuck anybody up.
0: <laughs> All right. So then we get to the big battle. Uh, Apocalypse is caught in his whole thing. He can't, He's like, pew, pew, pew. He can't do this. I don't know. He can't do this? He
1: can't do that? Do how you want do, me to say something? How do you think the X-Men <laughs> sums it up? Uh, I think they sum it up pretty well. Uh, even with Warren Worthington III, uh, Apocalypse is trapped, and Angel can't get to him. He's trying to shoot the fourth field, Apocalypse is just laughing. So he flies at Beast and the computer... And blows up the computer. Yeah. And, and then Apocalypse is like, it doesn't matter. I was still double, triple tripping you. And he gets out anyway. He's playing five-dimensional chess. He's playing the f- uh, the fifth dimensional. He's friend- fucking friends with Mr. Mixel Splitlicks right now playing chess. And this is where we get his beautiful meme line, I am the rocks of the eternal shore crash against me and be broken. Oh, uh, should I get that tattooed right on my neck? No, yeah. It's that should be hardest- on your neck. Oh, it's so fucking hard. I love it so much. That's the greatest lines any metal band have ever come up with. Oh, why? Oh, I want want the next album that I listen to that's metal. It starts with that and then... I'm sorry, Mike. One more time. One more time. I am the rocks of the eternal shore. Crash against me and be broken.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is it.
1: So fucking hard. And then the rest of the lyrics in that song are just Apocalypse quotes from the show. (laughs) (laughs) Which are like, "Ah, I'm Apocalypse. What do you want from me? (laughs) One of my favorite lines is, uh, it's Apocalypse and Beast is like trying to hack him through the ship and the ship and him are friends right now. And then everything starts turning against Apocalypse. And he says, Ship, I've not commanded you to, Ah! when things start hitting him. It's straight out of fucking Monty Python. (laughs)
0: That's just how robots work. Also, uh, I do want to point out how when everything is going crazy, uh, Rogue lands on Gambit. And instead of saying, hey, this is what my horny dreams are made of, he says, hey, why don't you stop eating less bacon?
1: He says, cut down on the fried chicken, Ryan. When she gets knocked to the sky and he catches it. Hey, Gambit, could you stop being... He's trying, to, he's trying to, he's trying, he's jealous, he's trying to neg her, he doesn't know what he wants. He Ooh, was like, wait, rogue? this has been mostly an okay Gambit episode, I'm gonna fuck it up, ha <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I feel like that Rogue is in fit condition. Oh. She's in fit condition, if you see that ass. Gambit, what the fuck, dude? You smell like shit. You smell like you put oh, you shit st- in your
1: arm. Dirty sewer shit. You No, you're a disgusting piece of shit. Maybe Have you ever smelled a a rabbit's cage if it hasn't been cleaned in a week? That's what Gambit smells d- like. Do, do not ever tell Rogue that again. <clears throat> all right. I mean, uh, no, no, we can't. The ship thanks Beast, but then starts to close all the rooms down uh, and starts to crush the X-Men. Uh, the ship's straight
0: of orgasms because of Beast.
1: <laughs> that, that, I think that's what it is. It's the ship's giant metal pussy walls. Crushing all of Beast's friends and he, as he's going. No, my friends are being trapped in here, but they escape soups easily. I mean, the, the the episode ends
0: with Beast crying, and it's because he was in love, but yeah. also there was a thing in love with him, and it was a ship, and it, it was, orgasmed.
1: Uh, it was so he's crying because the ship launches Apocalypse into space in a little funnel and goes. Well, that was all my power, and she dives. So the ship is tanked, she's out of energy. And so yes, that's when Beast is crying, she's crying. It's the only uh, since the blind girl is the only thing that's loved Beast. uh, But like I will say that like I think that
0: the Beast in the ship had more in common than Beast and the Blind Girl. More than Gene and Scott. More than Gene and Scott. More than Logan and Scott.
1: More than Logan and Gene.
0: It's awards time, Mike. Here we go. It's
1: 90s time. What do you got? Uh, Beast has this science backpack that I think we've only seen last episode and this episode. Last episode, it shot uh, sedatives. This episode, it just goes like, it looks like Egon from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Uh, It has like triple lenses so you can see things more clearly. There's a point where he's so
0: excited. I'm in my own corner now. I just get to put my goggles on. Like, he's smiling as the goggles come on.
1: But it's not just normal goggles that he's putting on with his hands. There are levers and poles and boom mics holding the goggles in front of his eyes. All right, that's a good one. Mine is uh, override codes. Everything has an
0: override code. <laughs> and if there was something that was happening in the 90s, there's an override code. Because no, there's an override code. <laughs> it just like, put like a chip in a
1: dash you have an when, code. when Richard Gere and Helen Hunt were trying to get into Jodie Foster's head and now, they're like, what's the override code? That's the now most
0: 90s thing I've ever heard. Good job, man. Um, <laughs>
1: Good job, man. Uh, gasp. Uh, the aforementioned, I am the rocks of the eternal shore. Crash against me and be broken. I was just so excited to hear it. Because it has been memed. I don't even know why people meme it, like what context they use it in. I just know I see it all over the internet. I fucking loved it, and I gasped when I heard it out loud. Well, it's poetic as fuck. And, Mike, you are a poet. I'm a poet. Bitches. Did you? No, I I write good poetry. You guys should go check it out. It's online and stuff. Okay,
0: I I will disagree. He does not write good poetry. You um, don't like poetry. I will say the gasp is how big that apocalypse was. Did you see? I I I sort of thought that he was a normal sized person, and then Archangel flew at him, and he was he was
1: really big. Depends on the day. (laughs) All right, Mike. uh, Power of the week. Uh, I fucking I loved Rogue straight up cannonballing into the back of Apocalypse's knee. It was inventive. It was brutal. It was dope. All right, I have a
0: similar one, which is Apocalypse saying. Uh, I am all-powerful. You cannot defeat me. And then Gambit punches him in the face with a plane. (laughs) Gambit literally flies a plane right into this guy's face. And Gambit is a dirty New Orleans person who... uh, Yeah, he smells like trash and Bourbon He doesn't know how to fly a plane. But I love how
1: once you are a part of
0: the X-Men, you know how to fly a plane.
1: He used that plane a lot. He flew that... Rogue was in the middle of flying somewhere, and he just stopped right in front of her. (laughs) All right. LVP. Cyclops. Uh, he's barely in this episode. And when he is, uh, what is the line? I need to talk about it. Cyclops says, Beast is like, we have to outthink him. And Cyclops is like, we can't. That's that's why you have to outthink him. You, you have to plan. You have to be better. So what's I the I point? Remember-
0: Professor Rex so- says, we have to outthink him. And Cyclops says, we can't. So what's the point?
1: That's Why bother? We can't even scratch ex- him. What's the
0: point? You're a That's, superhero, yeah. bro. Like, what the you, fuck is happening right now?
1: You can't just give up. Also, we should say this is episode 319 on Disney+, Plus, but 310. This should come right after the Dark Storm saga. It right. comes right after the Phoenix saga. So uh, I think Gene's still in the coma. Psych is not in a good place right now. He's my LVP. He's, my, he's yours.
0: My MVP as well. My MVP shit. is Archangel's dialogue because this motherfucker will fly through the air and say the craziest <laughs> shit. And sometimes the camera will cut right to his eyes and he'll be like, <laughs> that's how fucking enraged I am. Archangel in this episode is just all over the place.
1: You know, he's just blasting Megadeth in his fucking ear pods the whole time. Uh Mine's Beast. He rarely gets it. He makes love to that ship, and they that's inevitably why they win. He has his little science backpack. Uh, he alley-oops. Beast gets it.
0: All right. Beast it is, I guess. For,
1: uh,
0: for his one line of saying, hey, ship, look at my blue dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at my blue dick. Bike. Yes. Tell me about some podcasts you should definitely rate subscribe and review to the superhero show show uh if you enjoyed this and you want what, to what what if what what if mike and ryan were moderated by a jovial cheery curly haired man you should check out movie of the year an english wherever. person an english person uh, every season we pick a year, we build a bracket and we make those movies fight until we find the best, most represented movie of that given year. Right now we're going through 1991. Very soon we're going to do a in-depth 2021 retrospective. Uh, if you want to hear our sister show, you should go check out the unnatural twenties where books, Caitlin Cassie lead the fate of their lives. Up to the fate of a D20. Is that true? Is that why Books got married? Because she rolled for it? And she's like, I guess I got to marry him now. Yeah. Weird we way to love live, him. but a great podcast. We love him. Yeah, he grew on us. Uh,
0: Mike, what about like if I wanted other websites to go to?
1: Other websites other than cybersprout.net, I guess, is a website we've mentioned previously. Uh, you could go to yourpopfilter.com. That's where... We have articles, we have farticles, we have shorticles, we have all the podcasts. You could go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon, bookmark that. That's how you use that devil website now. Uh, what would really help us out, you go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. Picketeer, we give you a bunch of cool ass shit every week, uh, and it really helps us out. I believe those are all of our websites right now. And
0: then, Mike, I am sort of like a social media person. Yeah, that's sort of are. like what I do. On my job, so like if I was on my
1: job doing social media, what would I go to? When you're on your job and you no wanna, no longer want to be doing your job, you should go to at your pop filter on Instagram, on Twitter, maybe on TikTok, maybe on Snapchat, maybe on Yak Tracks. I don't know what the fuck else new social media the kids are on. All oh, the blue fluff, blue fluff. Oh, the kids love the blue fluff. What else? That's it. That's it. What's next week, Ryan? Oh, um, like next
0: week, we are getting crazy yeah. because yeah.
1: crazy. So many shows are coming back, and then Ryan, I'm very excited about two new shows. Are you? Are you really? I think they're going to be polar opposites in tone and in channel. Do you want me to tell you about them? Yeah. Uh, uh, on HBO Max, we have Peacemaker. From the twisted, sick mind of James Gunn. And then on CW, we have Naomi from the sick, twisted mind of Greg Berlant. And that's not it. Mike, this is your last episode of Superhero Show
0: Show for maybe ever.
1: Mike, he's taking a bit of a breaky.
0: So do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Like, I feel like this is it. Like This is probably your last one. so Yeah,
1: I mean, I've done this for 409 episodes. Put that on my tombstone. Uh, Ryan, I'd like to say goodbye to you. I'd like Uh to thank you for everything. Uh, Phil Torino's, I'd like to say goodbye to you and thank you for everything. Uh, I think I'm leaving you in good hands. I will be back in two months, and I will have a rough draft of a book done. Showing some leg, revealing behind the curtain. Mikey's got a righty. I'm in a lot of student debty for my writing degree, so I should start fucking writing again.
0: And part of being a writer is to end every word in "why," right?
1: That's uh, Hemingway had his thing of writing short sentences and killing babies, and I have my thing
0: because he was like, his his original name was Hemingway. And he was like Hemingway? Hemingway. I'm gonna call myself Hemingway
1: put away there and everything away and maybe you know what patreons uh, uh patreon.com slash your pop filter for a dollar a month i'll put random shit i'm working on up there i don't want to do that it's gonna be so bad if I'm you're, nervous, if you're a I'll big
0: do. mike fan
1: which I can't, Who is
0: it? I can't imagine you you being then please go to patreon.com slash your pop filter and
1: get uh, i'll put stuff. sample chapters up he'll put simple sim- I'll put simple chapters up for you to simp over.
0: <laughs> You'll put simple chapters up for you to simp over.
1: Bye! I'll see you in a couple months. I'm gonna miss you, bud. I'm gonna miss you, bud. We'll never talk again. I love you. I hate you. You're my everything. All right, and on that, keep watching them TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>